0: Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Asher. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. I am not consistent with the Quran. My problem is staying consistent with prayers. My issue is being consistent with... Fill in the blanks. If these are the sentences in your mind and you tell yourself that you have a hard time finding consistency with any task in your life, this podcast is for you. I am not consistent is a sentence in your mind that is all too real. I used to identify with all of these thoughts very closely. I used to believe they were part of my identity. I was just not the type of person that can be consistent with the Quran on a daily basis. I am not the kind of person that remembers to recite their supplications and du'as for travel or for bedtime. I can't do dhikr daily because I can't find time. And so on and so on. Can I tell you that with thought work and thought work alone, I eliminated all of these sentences from my mind that I identified so closely with? I used to think these thoughts were just innately me, that's who I was, and I was under the impression that I couldn't change that. So after thought work, I currently no longer identify with any of these sentences. Not only my identity has changed, my habits have changed. I'm able to be consistent with my prayers and Qur'an recitation, and I'm able to do them with concentration that I didn't imagine was possible for me. Alhamdulillah. And I did that with thought work. At this point, if you take an issue with me saying that I did it with thought work alone, and I'm not mentioning the fact that nothing happens without Allah's will, I can totally see your point. But I partly did it on purpose because I want to show you a particular difference. I believe from the bottom of my heart that nothing can happen without Allah's will. But I also believe that we have to take action. In this case, the action is thought work, meaning the action is just in your head. So it is very easy to continue to identify as a person who can't seem to read Quran on a daily basis because you're waiting for divine intervention. Because nothing happens without Allah's will, right? But that renders you dependent on waiting for something from outside of you. We wait just for the right time. We wait for when the kids will grow up. We wait for retirement. We wait for the weekend so we're off of work. Or we wait for social support and look for cues from friends. If they're doing it, then I can do it. If they're not doing it and she's a stay-at-home mom, then I can never do it because I work full-time. We become dependent on something from outside of us to just be right before we can start being consistent with the Qur'an. Then we will know that it was Allah's will. That is actually what our lower brain will have us believing. But that is not how it works. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed you to have a higher brain so you can take action now. There is nothing from outside of you that will come and jolt you into action. For some of us, some events do happen that we take as signs from God. But for most of us, we're waiting for something to come and hit us in the face so we can actually wake up and do something about our situation. If that's the case, we might be waiting for a long time. And it's not because Allah didn't will it. He willed it when he gave you a prefrontal cortex. It's your action that counts now. What you do with that prefrontal cortex is entirely up to you. So when I say that I changed my identity as a procrastinator of reading Quran, and I did it with my thoughts alone, I'm saying that I took action with my brain alone, and Allah's will was always there. I didn't wait for circumstances to be just right. Circumstances might never be just right. They are outside of your control. So any time is the right time to start becoming consistent. And since this episode will publish in Ramadan, inshallah, I will take reading Qur'an as an example. But the concept can be applied to any habit you are trying to create, or any identity you are trying to change about yourself. So to become consistent with reading Qur'an daily, you have to work on your thoughts. Because all thoughts lead to action. Consistency is action on repeat. If you are not consistent, then your thoughts are leading to inaction. Either way, it's originating from thoughts. The result we're trying to create here is reading the Quran on a daily basis. It's the habit we're trying to form. That's the R line. The beauty of the formula, CTFAR, is that it can be started from any line. So write the habit down that you're trying to create in the R line and identify the thoughts that you need to be having to get that result. Let me tell you, I don't have enough time is not a thought that will create that result. Not having enough time is a thought. It is not a fact. You have time to read Qur'an is also a thought, one that will serve you much better in this desired result. Scientific writer Winifred Gallagher wrote in her book, Rapt, an idea about how paying attention to certain things changes our experience of life. She was diagnosed with a particularly advanced kind of cancer. She writes, This disease wanted to monopolize my attention, but as much as was possible, I would focus on my life instead She means that how the cancer diagnosis was going to consume her life until she decided to pay more attention to what was good in her life. For her, it was movies, walks, and time with her family. So she selectively focused on what was good in her life in the face of an adverse circumstance, a cancer diagnosis. Most of us will have our lives be consumed by something like that. But she chose to focus on thoughts that served her. She kept her thoughts in check. She kept her attention in check. Therefore, keeping her intention in check. This is the method we apply to keep our thoughts in focus on things we want to achieve. Selectively focus on sentences in your mind that will serve your purpose. I haven't been able to read the Quran daily yet. I am on this journey to be reading the Quran daily. I can be the person that reads the Quran daily. So, step one is to keep your thoughts in check. Step two is to make goals measurable. How will you monitor your success? Meaning, if you have a goal of reading Quran on a daily basis for 30 minutes, that's where you'd ideally like to start, and then eventually you'd like to add on it, meaning either make it an hour, and then either you want to really fix your pronunciation and Tajweed, and read extra carefully so you make no mistakes, and you would also like to get to your goal of memorizing more surahs so you can improve your salah, of course. And don't forget about the du'as that you always wanted to memorize from the Quran. And of course, the Arabic. I mean, you're not a native Arabic speaker and you must really learn some basic Arabic just so it makes sense when you're reading the Quran. And on and on and on it goes. Stop it. I'm going to tell you to stop right there. You want to read the Quran on a daily basis for 30 minutes. That's the goal. The rest is overwhelm that your lower brain is creating. And that is keeping you from taking any action. In this case, All other goals are noble and sincere, but they are all lower brain thoughts because they are leading to no results. Those are all distractions that your lower brain is creating in order to keep you comfortable in your current habit and identity, which is not reading the Quran daily. I'm not saying that you have to let go of all of the rest of the goals forever. I'm just saying that you have to ignore them at least in the beginning while you're trying to retrain your brain. And that is what a habit formation is. It is retraining your brain. John Doerr says in the book measure what matters, if we try to focus on everything, we focus on nothing. So you narrow it down to just one goal of continuing to read for 30 minutes on a daily basis. That's it. Start with one measurable goal. You cannot sit randomly and start reading Quran one day, you might get 10 minutes, the next day you might get in 30, and the next day you might have enough willpower to get in 45 minutes. Each time you're not measuring and just relying on how much energy and fuel you have for that day. But for the fourth and fifth day that fuel will run out and you'll fall off the wagon and you won't be able to continue. This will create more evidence for the thought that you can't be consistent. So make the goal measurable, in this case reading Quran for 30 minutes on a daily basis. The goal can also be getting in a workout for 30 minutes on a daily basis or it could be spending time with your husband. Again, the goal can be anything. Specify the details of the measurement, quantity, and frequency. 30 minutes a day, or 5 ayas a day, or I will create one painting a week, or I will work out for 20 minutes a day. When you are making it measurable, numbers are good. The more you can specify how you'll measure the progress, the higher your chance will be for success, because that serves as a reward for the lower brain to look forward to. So, first step was to keep your thoughts in check and only focus on the ones that serve you. Second step is to make sure the goal is measurable. Coming to the third step, which is to make the selected goal really small, like tiny, like super duper small, like really microscopic. Let me explain further in case you don't know what I mean by microscopic. You selected your goal to be reading the Quran on a daily basis for 30 minutes But instead of starting at 30 minutes, you're going to cut that time in half, meaning 15 minutes. And then you're going to cut that time even further in half, meaning seven and a half minutes. And then you're going to cut that time even further in half, meaning (laughs) I really set myself up to do math here. (laughs) Like Phoebe from Friends would say that it's math I can't even do. (laughs) So half of seven and a half, let's just round it off to three minutes. You're going to start with three minutes on a daily basis. That's it. That's all you're going to read in the beginning. At this point, your brain will create multiple objections, including this is not nearly enough time to reach a goal of finishing the Quran, or even a juz for that matter. With that goal, I can't finish reading the Quran for years, your brain will tell you. And to that, my friend, I'll say that we don't stay at three minutes a day for years and years. We just start there. And the reason for starting with such a small goal is because we are trying to trick our lower brain into creating a habit. See, our primordial brain is a creature of habit. When we attempt to create a stretched out habit for reading for 30 minutes daily, or working out daily, or cooking a three course meal every night for our family, it is very easy to slip into overwhelm and not start at all. Or if we do start, we will run out of energy and fuel in a few days and it's easy not to be consistent. Start at three minutes a day and nothing more. No exceptions. You're going to want to do five, ten, or even fifteen minutes once you actually sit down for the first time. But don't do it. Resist that temptation. Because the next day your lower brain will say, You tricked me last time. It's too much. I cannot handle this much change. We don't have time for this, and it will create overwhelm again. And after three to four days, you'll be back to square one. So it is very important for our primordial brain's training that we spoon-feed it tiny, tiny habits so it doesn't create overwhelm for us. It's kind of like mashing up the peas and hiding it in the food for a toddler who doesn't want to eat peas. (laughs) Your lower brain is the toddler and consistency and habits are the peas we're trying to feed it. (laughs) So coming back to the topic, do three minutes a day and not a minute more than that For at least the initial 7 days. Meaning, start with an intention, a sentence in your head, make wudu, or the ritual purification, and sit uninterrupted for 3 minutes. Set a timer for 3 minutes and get up as soon as 3 minutes are up. Do that on average for 7 days or until you think it has become a habit. That is the way to trick your brain into consistency. Again, we're not doing this with the expectation of finishing the Quran in 30 days. We are doing this to create consistency and a habit. Once you start to realize that every day around the same time you have a nudge from your brain to read for three minutes, you know that you've successfully created a habit. (laughs) You tricked your toddler brain of yours into liking peas. (laughs) At that point, you're allowed to add one minute per week to your timer. You can add more time more frequently, depending if you're able to hold on to that habit or not, There are no set rules about how many minutes to add. The only key here is if at any point you feel like skipping a day, know that you have overdone it at that point. Dial down the amount of time and stay there until you're absolutely sure you're comfortable with being consistent. So this part is highly variable from person to person and it might be that you're able to get to 30 minutes a day and then fall off the wagon. But it's never too late to revert back to 10 to 15 minutes a day and continue the pattern until the lower brain is absolutely locked in. So in the spirit of retraining your brain, and you've been doing it for 30 minutes consistently for months, and a period of time arises where you don't feel like doing it, then instead of skipping the activity altogether, make the intention and wudu and sit for 3-5 to five minutes anyways. Because this will teach your brain that when you set an intention, you mean business. And that is how you create an identity of someone who reads a Qur'an on a daily basis. Using the same techniques, you can build on this goal or go back to memorizing, perfecting your pronunciation and the do the Qur'an with tafsir, or any other higher goal that you wanted to start with. And for person-to-person, the timelines of reaching these goals will be highly variable. Don't compare yourself to others. Stay on your own journey and be consistent so I feel like I've given you a lot of secrets to becoming consistent with any goal. There is so much more that can be said on this topic, but this is a good place for us to start. I'm creating a course that teaches all of these concepts and I will add more concepts like willpower and how to overcome the gap created by women's monthly cycles and the importance of calendars in consistency. There will be worksheets and practical steps guide that will go into so much more detail inshallah. I cannot provide all of that in this podcast which is why I decided to create that course. So the reason of me publishing this during Ramadan is that we can continue to make or improve on our habit for the rest of the year because it's very common that people find themselves not carrying over the habit post Ramadan because the willpower and the social momentum runs out. So inshallah this podcast will help you create habits that will benefit you in this world and the next. If you think this podcast will help someone else please share it and don't forget to leave me a review on iTunes. Inshallah that will count as your charity deed and you can share the blessings that someone else gains from the tips in this podcast because I'm very greedy when it comes to blessings. I want so many of them so please share and leave reviews so I get the blessings as well. With that, I pray that Allah fulfills my intention of helping the listeners make productive habits and helping you become more consistent. I also pray that whatever acts of charity we're engaging in, through money or otherwise, are rewarded many folds, especially in this blessed month of Ramadan, like Allah has promised. O oh Allah, I ask you to purify our intentions so we can make only habits out of the things that please you. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make our lives for the highest and the best purpose of gaining a place in Jannah. Amin Ya Rabbul Alameen. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes, And inshallah, I will see you there.